Thank you for tuning in to our It Gets Better podcast at the University of Manchester. Today I'm here with Charlie, who's going to talk about his coming out story. Thank you for tuning in to our It Gets Better podcast at the University of Manchester. Okay, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you for agreeing to do the podcast. So what we'd like to start with is a little bit of background from yourself. So maybe if you could tell us uh, about where you work at the university and then go into some details about your family upbringing and a bit of background there. Yeah, so I'm a postdoc in the School of Chemical Engineering and Analytical Science. Um, This isn't my first postdoc role, it's actually my third. I've been around the block for a while, but I've been at Manchester for about a year now. Um, And I'm bisexual trans man. So, which is quite important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, family-wise, I grew up, both my parents are still together, I have one brother, and they've all been very supportive throughout coming out as firstly as bisexual and then as trans. Okay, great. And um, during your, when you were growing up, um, when did you realise that you were bisexual and or trans? Was it at the same time or different times in your life? No, it was not <laughs> at the same time. Okay. So I, I, re- I never didn't realise I wasn't bisexual. Mm-hmm. There's lots of double negatives there. but yeah. okay. <laughs> um, So I, I always knew I was bisexual. And because I had the same feelings for men and women. So I came out as bisexual when I was 14 okay. to my mum. But I didn't realise I was trans because I didn't realise trans men existed until much later when I was at university studying for my undergraduate degree. Okay. And so when you came out, it was a supportive family, supportive environment? Yeah. So I came out as bi at 14, like I said. I actually came out to end an argument because my mum was, um, we were having a typical teenage argument of, I don't want to do any work. My mum was like, you need to get at least five no, I said I needed to get at least five CGCSEs, and she was like, no, you need to do the best you can, mm-hmm. which is a good parental advice there. Um, and then I did the typical, oh, you don't understand me, you don't know what I'm going through, blah, blah, blah thing. And so I came out to end that argument, and it worked. Okay. The argument ended. Okay. So, but you can only use that once. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was very supportive. Um, and then I can't remember telling my dad or my brother, but they must have been told at some point and they were fine with it. Mm-hmm. And then I took my partner home and, yeah, they treated them mm-hmm. as they would whatever gender. Oh, so okay. it was very supportive about coming out as bi. Great. Okay. Yeah. So then if we move on to coming out as trans, um, did, when, when did this happen? So... This was a longer journey for me to realise that I was trans because, as I said, I didn't realise trans men even existed. Looking back, I can see all the signs. I'm like, why did it take you so long? But at the time, I didn't realise. So I went to Oxford University in 2005 and I went to an all-female college. So that made it a bit difficult as well. But when I was there, I started experimenting with gender presentation and things. And then my girlfriend at the time She was at a different university and she took me along to one of these trans 101 events where the NUS rep at the time was a trans man. And suddenly it all clicked and all fell into place. Actually, that's me. And um, it was a lot harder to come out as trans, I felt, than to come out as bi. Um, Because I feel that there's more representation of 
bisexual people in the media. Not necessarily good representation, but at the time it was more it was more well known. And again, I have to say my parents. Well, I told my mum in an email this time because it felt a lot harder to me. And then she phoned up and said, you know, we love you no matter what, support you no matter what. And she told my dad, so I got around that. Um, and it was obviously very hard for them because for a long time they didn't use any pronouns or any name, but they were obviously trying. So, and now we have a good relationship. And the first time she called me her son was one of the best, best things. So, Okay. And so during um, both those two coming out um, experiences that you had, can you think of any positive things or negative things that happened at either time? Um, I guess it just means you fight. Like, it was a relief, I think. Coming out as bi, I have to think back because it's quite a long time ago now, was hard at the time, but less hard than coming out as trans. That was definitely the hardest one. And I, in fact, I put off transitioning full-time until I left my degree and started my PhD, because I just, in an all-female college, yeah, that's too much. That had been uh, too much of an undertaking. Yes, yeah. yeah. So then um, you started transitioning when you were doing your PhD. Was that also at Oxford? No, that was at York. Right. And actually, the chemistry department there, and they had first Athena Swan Gold Award. They do, yes. Yes, they had it when I was there, and um, this, the department was very supportive. Um, the Pretty much all the staff were very supportive. Okay. Uh, some of the other PhD students had a bit of a problem, but nothing massive. So in, in many ways, I've been very lucky that everyone's been very supportive. Okay. So That's great. And then moving on from um, doing your PhD to the world of work, yeah. um, what happens when you when you were starting your first job? Did you feel the need that you had to come out as both bi and trans, or was that something that you you didn't think about? So I haven't actually managed to leave university. Right. <laughs> um, I left the country for a year, but uh, and I was completely in the closet for both being bi and trans then, and that made me feel very uncomfortable and so since then I've made because I felt I was hiding parts of myself and that I can't talk about my childhood for example going to the brownies or something that's gender specific mm -hmm. which um, obviously I have some input to which might if you see me walking down the street not realize so um, now since then I've made the conscious choice to not hide it to be out about it. I mean, I don't go around shouting about it every day, but if it comes up, it comes up. Okay. And from from your experience, have you found it easier over the years to come out as bi? Let's start with bi. Uh, no, I think it's not for him to come out as bi. Okay. And then as trans? Uh, in some ways I found it easier, in other ways I didn't, and I think that's down to the fact that I can choose to come out as trans. Okay. It's your, your it, choice. Yeah, it's you. my choice, and I feel that I'm in a supported enough environment that I can choose I want to come out as trans or not. 
So we're talking about support and um, working at the university. How have you found the university environment from, from a support um, point of view? Really good. Um, I actually came out as trans in my job interview here. Um, and everyone, my boss, everyone the head of school has been really nice about everything and very supportive. And I needed some time off for medical reasons and things. And that's all gone through nicely. And yeah, it's a really nice place to work, I think. Okay. And have you uh, had much engagement with the uh, All Out Network? Uh, not as much as I would like. Um, so I went to some of the events you've held, but um, because I'm based on the other campus, it can be a bit yeah. of a hassle to come over for all of them. Okay, great. And outside of the university, are you involved in any um, support groups or volunteering or activities in relation to LGBT? So I go to Biforia, which is the Man Manchester bisexual um, group that meets at the LGBT Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, I go to that pretty much every month uh, and they're all very nice and mm -hmm. it's nice to meet people from outside of work sometimes as well. Right. We talk a lot about uh, bi invisibility and bi erasure, uh, is this something that you think is uh, is prevalent in the LGBT community? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think and one of my current on it is people saying that being bisexual is trans exclusionary Wait, because people are under the misconception that bi means two, so there are only two genders, so therefore trans you don't like trans people. And as a bisexual trans person here, I can say that's not true. Yeah. So that's my current BMO bonnet about it. Um, but I do find that not just in the LGBT community, but in general, if you're with a same sex partner, you're gay. And if you're with someone of an opposite gender, you're straight when actually you can be bisexual, like just because of who you're with at the time mm -hmm. doesn't change who you are. Okay. So this, it sounds like there's a lot of education that still needs to happen um, for, for everybody, yeah. really. Okay. So do you have any advice to anybody that might be listening here around, like, your, from your experience, either coming out as bi, coming out as trans, or any barriers that you've faced, um, you know, throughout your journey? Mm, I don't know. This is a really hard question, <laughs> sorry. Um, I just think it can be very scary to come out. But people normally take it better than you think. Equally, you should be under no pressure to come out. Like, if you don't want to and if you don't feel safe, then it's completely fine to not come out. That's great. So, thank you very much for your time today. That's been really interesting. Um, I hope you've enjoyed that podcast and look forward to the next one, which will be coming very soon.